I'm James Bryan Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. Today's thought from above is this. Look for traces of mercy. If you missed the pod episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. That's where the name of the podcast comes from, from Colossians 3, 1 and 2, where Paul encourages us to set our minds on things above. Setting our minds on good, beautiful, and true thoughts, on uplifting, encouraging, life-giving, biblically-based thoughts from above is not easy. And that is why we do this podcast, to provide for you in each episode a thought from above that you can dwell upon so that your heart will be warmed and you will become an epiphany of grace. I'd like to start a new format for some of these podcast episodes. Not all of them, but occasionally I would like to use an episode to talk about someone who really set their minds on things above and who lived an exemplary life because of it. I think it's important to learn from the saints who've gone before us and to be encouraged by this great cloud of witnesses who have lived a with God life and provided us an example of a well-lived life and provided us wisdom from their writings that can be an encouragement for us today. This was something that I learned from my first mentor, Richard Foster. Richard encouraged me to read from the classics of devotional writing. He invited me, when I was a college student actually, he invited me to read people like Teresa of Avila, St. Augustine, Julian of Norwich, Thomas Akempis, and John Wesley, just to name a few. And their writings inspired me. They lit a fire in me. So much so that actually Richard and I together wrote a book called Devotional Classics, which I refer to as the greatest hits of the saints. I love these devotional masters, these writers, these men and women who lived these deep lives in the kingdom. So what I want to do is every once in a while to tell you about one of these people, some person in Christian history who has inspired me and is still inspiring me, And I'd like to share from their writings as a way to bless you, hopefully, maybe even make your heart strangely warmed. So, here we go. The first person I want to tell you about is a man known as St. John of Kronstadt. If you're going to look that up, it's K-R-O-N-S-T-A-D-T, St. John of Kronstadt. John was born in 1829 in a small village in Russia. He came from a family of Russian Orthodox clergymen. And his parents sent him to a parish school, but the study was too difficult for John. However, he says in his memoirs, he prayed, he said, and earnestly he prayed that God would be with him. And he said he received inspiration and he became the top student in the school. Then he went on to seminary and then he went on to work at the Theological Academy in St. Petersburg, which is the Russian capital. He became an outstanding graduate and then he entered into parish ministry. From 1855 on, he worked as a priest. And one of the interesting things about John was he loved communion, or the Lord's Supper, or the Eucharist, whatever you prefer to call it. He loved it so much that he insisted on it being a part of every church service. Now, this was a radical thing to do at the time, because back in the day, the Russian Orthodox Church didn't have communion 
at every service. They had it only a couple of times a year. But John said, no, this is really important. And thanks to John, eventually, this became the standard practice of the Orthodox Church. So pretty fascinating. John also established a special relief organization. It was called the House of the Industry, and it opened in Kronstadt in 1882. It had its own church. It had an elementary school for boys and girls. It had an orphanage. It had a hospital for anyone who came there, and a boarding house, and a free public library, and a shelter for the homeless that accommodated around 40,000 people every year. So John practiced the life of compassion. He also offered a variety of workshops in which these impoverished people could actually learn and they could earn some money. It was amazing. And he gave about 800 free dinners on holidays. So John was a person who really did live out his faith. By the early 1890s, he'd become very well known. And people from all over Russia came to him every day in the thousands. It was said that people would just line up outside his door. They wanted to spend time with him because they felt this man is so close to God, and he offers such incredible compassion for people. He was widely venerated as a saint even during his lifetime because of his fame as a powerful person of prayer, as a person whose prayer could heal people, as a visionary. It was an amazing life. John died in 1908. Now, it should be said that John of Kronstadt, if you do look him up, just like every person we admire in Christian history, was a human, and his life was not free from any kind of criticism. But overall, John lived an exemplary life. My favorite story about John of Kronstadt is this one. When he would walk to the church in the morning, he would often pass by people who were asleep in the gutters, having gotten drunk the night before. Most of the other clergymen would simply pass these people by, but John would stop, and he would lift them off the ground, He would look into their face with eyes of love and say to them, This is beneath you. You are meant to house the fullness of God. Oh, I love that. I love that. What a powerful thing to say to someone. You are meant to house the fullness of God. He spoke this truth that their behavior was actually beneath them. But he didn't scold them. He told them, that that behavior was beneath them because they were sacred, because they were beloved children of God. It was acts like this that drew people to John. I've been reading one of his books titled My Life in Christ, The Spiritual Journals of St. John of Kronstadt. It is just a book full of deep wisdom. It's his own journal, so he's writing very personally, and I just really get a lot out of it. I would like to read one paragraph to you just one paragraph that stood out to me. In fact, I highlighted the entire paragraph with my yellow marker. He begins the paragraph with these words. Think about this more often. Did you hear that? Think about this more often. That sounds to me like set your mind on things above. And the words that follow are a series of thoughts from above. So as I read them, I was so inspired, and I thought, oh, this, is, this would be great for other people to hear because they are a bunch of really incredible thoughts from above. So I want to read them for you without any commentary on my part. I just want to read them, and I'm going to read them slowly with long pauses so that you can soak it in. 
Here are today's Thoughts from Above from St. John of Kronstadt. Think about this more often. Whose wisdom is manifest in the construction of your body? Who constantly sustains its life and work? Who has designed the laws of human reason, laws that govern all people? Who has engraved in the hearts of all people the laws of conscience? O Almighty, all-wise, and all-gracious God, your hand is constantly upon me. There is not a moment when your mercy leaves me. Grant me then, always, to kiss your gracious hand by faith. Why should I go far to seek the traces of your mercy, your wisdom, your omnipotence? How clearly are these traces visible within me? I myself am a miracle. I am a miracle of God's goodness, wisdom, and power. I am a microcosm of the whole world. My soul is a representation of the invisible world, which my body represents in the visible world. So much to soak in, so many powerful thoughts from above in this short passage. I've been meditating on this passage. I've been thinking about it, processing it. Let me speak them again, not in John's direct words, but let me speak them into your life today. I'm going to speak them directly to you. Here's what John is saying. God's wisdom is manifested in the construction of your body. God constantly sustains your life and your work. God designed the laws of reason of which every person is subject. God engraved in you a conscience to guide you. God's hand is constantly upon you. There is not a moment when God's mercy leaves you. You don't have to travel far to see the traces of God's mercy. They're all around you and within you. You are a miracle. You are a miracle of God's goodness, wisdom, and power. Wow.
think that's what Paul meant when he said, set your minds on things above. Those are some powerful thoughts from above. Thank you, Brother John. Your words continue to inspire. Wherever you go, look for traces of mercy. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I hope you join me next time. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast. And if you'd like to donate to the Things Above podcast, you can do so on our website, apprenticeinstitute.org. Click the Donate Now button at the top of the page. It's really easy, and it would mean a lot to me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, and you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above. <laughs>